For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Buy Jordan's Juice Barbecue Sauce. Juice it up with Jordan's online at jordansjuice.com. We are going to go to Cody Wilson here in a few seconds, and then we're going to bring Dan and Don back in and uh, talk to Mr. Cody Wilson. He's going to be with us here in a few moments to discuss uh, the situation out there in Vegas. Out there in Las Vegas, Nevada. We're going to go live to Vegas. Actually, we're not going to go live. Uh, where's Cody Wilson? Please leave your message for... We are going to call him back. <laughs> I guess we've got an interview. We're a little late, so... He may have gone on to our... We may have lost him. Why is the picture of the guy who did all the killing? Why are they got it with his eyes closed? Why is the picture with him with his eyes closed? I just noticed that. Why has he got his eyes closed? That's my question. That's my question, folks. Seven four three nine six eight zero nine six eight zero. I got it. Where's Cody Wilson at? Where's the self-defense expert? Where's our self-defense expert? Cody Wilson. Maybe we'll call Robert Backey and get him in here. Okay, we're going to call Robert Backey. We're going to throw a... Uh, we are going to throw... A audible. And we're going to get Robert Backey in here. Robert Bacay. It's Backy, actually. It's Backy. It's not Bacay. Bacay? Robert Bacay. Hello. There's Hello, Robert, speaking. Robert. How are you, sir? It's uh, James Lowe with KJ Gridia. Sorry about calling you a little late. We had uh, some all sorts of things happen. You know, it's live radio. Uh, oh. <laughs> and uh, and uh, I've, I've got you now, and I'm going to bring in our panelists, Dan Perkins and Don Mazella, to uh, chat with you here in just a few seconds. And uh, we are going to get everybody together. There we are. I think we've got Don, and I think we've got... Uh, uh, hello there. I think we've got Dan hey. and Don. There we are. Now, um, Excellent. Robert, uh, go ahead and uh, give us a little bit on your background here, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about your book, and then I've got, and then I know both of these guys have got some questions for you. So go ahead and give us a brief introduction, my friend. Well, uh, thank you for the airtime. My name is Robert Bakke. I uh, live in a suburb of Minneapolis. I had a childhood dream of racing cars, which uh, here's a big shout out. If you've got a childhood dream, hang on to it. Um, 
you know, I, I went through my life for a long reason proving that nothing was impossible. It was based on a Bible scripture. But what happened, uh, everybody, was that finally as an adult, I uh, got involved in car racing. I wrote a book called Prayer at Full Throttle, which was based on some racing miracles that we had pictures of. And uh, that little book went all the way around the world. It's a two-time number one Amazon bestseller. And, and here's the shout-out to everybody, and that is, you know, when you've got a dream on your heart, it's probably the dream people will try to laugh you out of. Um, go ahead first straight into it, because there's a plan for your life, and your life will really take on a meaning uh, when you follow that plan. In um, you know, so that that's kind of my whole background. But part of that journey, uh, people are kind of surprised. I was running a multi-million-dollar company by the age of 24. Uh, I have a black belt in Shotokan karate. I fly jet airplanes and and uh, race cars, and it's been a real abundant life. So um, that's the platform from which I speak from. Now, uh, Dan or Don, do you have any questions for for our guest for uh, for this segment? Sure. Uh, I was. Well, I would. Go ahead, Don. No, you first, Dan. Go ahead. I, I was just curious about what was the motivation to writing the book, because Don and I are both authors. But what? Well, what I tell was, you what. That is such a good question because uh, I never intended to write it. What happened was, um, from the day I got involved in car racing, it became obvious that the racing was never about me because that's what I thought it was. I thought it was about the fact that you know God had put me on this earth to race cars. Uh, that's what I was. Uh, born with this skill to do, and it was about me being happy and successful. But really what it turned out to be was it was all about the, you know, the kids that would come up to the car afterwards and the pictures we would take and the, you know, the dreams of the children we would discuss. And I'd let them write their names on my car as a contract that they would never give up on their dreams. You know, it was, it was that kind of stuff. And then we started having... Uh, just unexplainable events happen around the car. Um, we've got pictures of some of them in the book. And then, and then quite frankly, to be blunt, uh, I was sitting at a desk and I felt this really kind of heavy presence come down on me. And it, and it streamed a thought through my head that said, you're going to write a book on prayer. And I, I didn't want to do it. I had no intention of writing it. Quite frankly, I was pretty selfish with my time. Um, but I just didn't feel qualified, but then I, I, you know, I toiled with it for a few minutes and I said, fine, if this is what I'm supposed to do, um, you tell me what to write, I'll type it. And so out of reluctance, I spent three years clicking away on this little book and, uh, it had to get out. So I did what everybody said was impossible or stupid. I, I self published it, wrote all my own promotions and, um, and then my whole, my whole life just exploded guys. It just, it, it just told the, the, the book was a Amazon bestseller for 126 consecutive weeks, nonstop two number one rankings. There's a, there's a, a three major Christian television networks have already taped a, uh, a, a series special about the book's content. It's just out of control at this point. So what motivated me to do it, um, I really wasn't motivated. I was told to do it, and I did it reluctantly. How crazy is that? Oh, I, I can relate to that. You know, you can't. 
No, I'm going to jump in here, and uh, I'm going to sound like a heretic. Uh, uh, You you know, um, I've known Dan, and and thanks to Jiggy, I've known uh, Dan a long time, and he really believes in his faith. And I gather you do, too, and you're convinced uh, that, that, uh, if I heard you correctly, and correct me if I'm wrong, that God inspired you. Yet... um, other people will say that uh, it's just your creative mind. Uh, how do you answer people who are uh, skeptical uh, uh, about the, the divine inspiration? Well, everybody has to get to that point for themselves, but when, when you begin to see prayer miracles literally manifest right before your eyes, it becomes just un- undeniable and in the event of me writing a prayer book i mean i've i've walked with a relationship with god since college i read the new testament in college and even that was reluctant i didn't really want to read that either um but it really it really changed the the trajectory of my uh thinking and i began to pay more attention to the pictures in my imagination and i i became more open to being inspired and, uh, you know, every, everything that I did was, was based on the inspiration I believed I was uh, getting from God. But with, with uh, if I shout out to the book, it's called Prayer at Full Throttle. Prayer at Full Throttle. It was born out of car racing. Uh, it had to be God because I had, you know, I, I, there's just no way I could come up with that content. I just sat down quietly and the thoughts that came into my head. I, I typed it out. Uh, the, the book is a walking miracle. I can't, I can't take any credit for it, and I think that's, that's the evidence that we are inspired. Well, theoretically, we're all inspired when we go, go down to uh, write our books, etc. Um, you mentioned a miracle. Can you, name, uh, can you tell us about one that you saw that really affected you? Oh, my gosh. You know, we, we had... We had so so many of them you know the the ones we got pictures of are most important but i mean like one of the craziest things that happened um i had a car in heavy traffic right in front of me going through the you know it's an oval shaped asphalt car blew blew its motor to kingdom come poured sprayed oil everywhere i still have oil stains on my car from that event um you can't you, you can barely hang on to dry asphalt, much less asphalt covered in water and oil. And um, while the whole track went into mayhem, my car drove right through it like a slalom ski going through water. And people took their helmets off and, like, how did you do that? And I, quite frankly, I just looked at him and I laughed. I said, it's got to be angels because that was impossible. But uh, the the book includes, um, you know, pictures of a feature win that reunited a family, and th- th- that was a one-in-a-million evening. I think the most powerful event was uh, I got compelled to pray over a woman racer's car. We have some great pictures of this. Uh, a woman friend of mine was going out to race, and I prayed over her car. And, and I this sounds kind of crazy, but I just got to tell you what happened. I, I broke into tears crying out to the angels to respond at the speed of lightning and come to my friend Riley. And I, I didn't know what was happening to me. And, um, she went out, had forgotten to, this was an amazing deal. She went out late, jumped in her car, forgot to strap her helmet on. 
She was going down the back straightaway. Her car got tapped sideways and T-boned, and she went up on her roof. Now, her, she has kind of a jalopy. There's no front roll bar. Uh, we have all the pictures in the book to show this. Um, the car flipped up on its roof, went 300 feet down a straightaway, spinning upside down, shooting sparks. Well, when that happened, her helmet came off. Um, so her head was unprotected, and the, the roof of the car begins collapsing onto her unprotected head. We have the pictures of all this. And uh, when the car stopped, it was upside down. The roof was on her head. The motor was running full throttle, which it can't do upside down, so it blows up. And uh, the rescue workers are trying to dig her out of there. And, you know, she, she walked out of her car with, without a scratch. And there's just there's no way that you could call that just kind of a coincidental occurrence. And it was after that race that, you know, I felt I was told I need I need to write a book about this subject, and and, and we did. So I would be too after that. Back to you, Dan. Uh, I I uh, had a message, uh, not not necessarily, although I believe to write a book, but. The message, the, the profound message that I got from the Lord was to set a foundation for, for veterans. In four years, we're in 71 cities across the country. We've distributed 12,500 MP3 players, and we have 30,000 hits a month on our website with tremendous amount of content dealing with post-traumatic stress disorder, sleep deprivation, and suicide prevention in both men and women veterans. And I, I can't really think of anything that I've done in my life that was more psychologically and physically rewarding to, as the Lord said to him, to me, you've got to take care of my soldiers. And at a time wow. when soldiers were not being taken care of and to visit these veterans in VA hospitals and homeless shelters and wherever um i've just been truly blessed it has changed my life forever to be able to help those men and women who um put a lot on the line to protect our freedoms no matter what the nfl and other people are doing about the flag and the pledge of allegiance um these men and women went to went to war to defend our right to be free and it's it's just the most rewarding thing that I can think of and and I agree with you the the, the satisfaction one gets of of doing what the Lord tells us and you know that's one of the things that that people ask me how did you know that you that, that this was the Lord speaking to you and I said only because of what he asked me to do but I said the biggest problem for many many people, is the Lord is always speaking to us. The question is, are we listening? And when Absolutely. you listen, when you listen to what the Lord has, He wants you to do, then you you become more whole as a human being. But I think many many people, and I'm as guilty of it as anybody, for a long time, never listened to what the Lord wanted me to do. Yeah, I think I think a lot of people don't understand how much that communication goes on, and I really want to tee off on something you said because I think one of the reasons James contacted me is that we released a story on something that's been happening around my race car. Yeah, and you'll really enjoy this. Um, I had a furnace, a couple furnace repair guys 
show up at my house to check my furnace. And now this has happened a number of times, but this was the first. Well, they come in through my garage, which is where my race car sits. And on my race car, it says Robert Bakke Ministries, which is what we've evolved into because of the success of the book. Mm-hmm. So uh, the guys go in. They're working on my furnace, and, and um, this guy was was passing by, and and he he stopped, and he put his head down, and you could just see his demeanor was changing, and he, he, he wasn't looking at me. He was looking down, and he said, I've done some terrible things. And it kind of caught me off guard, and, and, and I said, well, what, what do you mean, terrible things? And he said, I, I, I served in Afghanistan, and I've done some terrible things. And so I, I got very soft-spoken, and I had, had a conversation with him, and he was really afraid that he would be condemned by God and never be forgiven for the things that he had done in wartime. And, and now that conversation keeps happening. It ha- I was just, if you've ever heard of the Wisconsin Dells, I just ran a couple races at the Wisconsin Dells. And after the race, I've got veterans coming up looking for forgiveness for things that they've done during wartime. And it really opened my eyes that there's a lot of people struggling. I mean, there's people that have been through divorces that are struggling. This whole unforgiveness thing is, is a big deal, but I, I, I enjoyed having an opportunity to tell these servicemen that they're not going to be condemned for serving their country. In fact, the headline that came out was Jesus took a bullet for combat veterans, and that even Moses and the Apostle Paul, you know, they were murderers, and yet look how God used them. So mm-hmm. this sea of veterans who are struggling I, I I think what you're doing is 100% the right thing, and we as a nation need to do more with with that. I think or for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 amazing to to watch to go to the hospitals and the clinics and and sit down and chat with these men and have break bread with them and have meals and and just talk about what's going on. Um, you know, I just a quick story. I know we're almost out of time, Jim, but. Um, I was in the VA hospital in Cincinnati, Ohio, on Vine Street, and I went up to the to the kidney dialysis floor, and I met the head nurse, and she looked at me and she said, "Mr. Perkins, um, we don't really know what to do with you." I question about what to do with me. She says, "No, I've been on this floor for 15 years, and you are the first visitor I've ever seen." 15 years of veterans sitting in those kidney dialysis chairs and nobody comes to visit them. Um, I've seen it firsthand where I've sit in a hospital room with a veteran who's um, on oxygen or whatever and, and, and just sit there and, and talk with them about themselves and their lives and what they've done. The, the appreciation is just amazing and it's, just, it's, it's as rewarding to me as it is to them just to spend a few minutes to say somebody cares about you and and uh, it's it's just very inspiring to me and I, I spend a good bit of my time trying to help as many veterans as I possibly can so I commend you for your ministry and um, uh, we should probably get together 
off air so I can help get some of my MP3 players to you to give out to veterans and people who are in trouble. Well, yeah, in fact, we've been having talk now that uh, we may completely re-logo up the race car and rebrand it as a kind of a God and Country effort next year Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, and utilize... um, uh, veterans as our as our team as our pit crew as our crew chief and and use that as a as a, as a traveling racing uh, opportunity to uh, to reach out to struggling veterans in the different sure. towns that we could go race in so i didn't i didn't realize the problem was as big as it was until they started oh. literally coming up to me asking for help do you know that there are there are 1.2.1 million female veterans in the united states yeah and according to va Sixty-six hundred thousand of those women veterans currently suffering minimum six hundred thousand suffering PTSD. Jim, do you have his contact information? I actually just forwarded that information to your Gmail account. You should have it here. In okay, account. excellent. So I, w- excellent. I will be. I'll reach out to you after I'm on the road right now. I'm headed north to go do a television show, but um, as soon as I get back, I'll get an email to you. That would be great. Thank you for that. Well, well, Robert, sure. before we let you go, Robert, um, how do we get a hold of you online and uh, pick up your book and, and all this information? Well, well, thanks for asking. Uh, you can check us out online at Robert Bakke Ministries. It's B-A-K-K-E, robertbakkeministries.com. That's our website. Our books are available there. Uh, Prayer at Full Throttle is available there. In fact, if you want to order paperbacks, I'll sign them and send them out. Of course, we have ebooks available too. So, uh, and of course, everything's available on Amazon. So, thanks for the shout out, Prayer at Full Throttle, and, and I encourage everybody follow that dream in your heart. It will, it'll, it'll bring blessings into your life like you just can't imagine. Well, Dan, before we let you go, give us an update on the uh, nonprofit and the books and everything. Uh, we are we're, we're coming into two extremely important events for the foundation. We are the we are the guest speaker. I am the guest speaker on the 24th of October at uh, the Retired Military Association chapter in um, uh, Tampa, uh, and in conjunction with a, um, a retired officers group. So we're expecting. 60 to 70 movers and shakers in northern Florida of organizations who can perhaps help raise money for songs and stories. And then on the on Veterans Day, November the 11th, the um, Rotary Club of Sarasota, Florida has their annual fundraiser called Wine Fest, and they raise about $125,000 a year which they give to charity uh, I've been there and done a presentation and I've been invited to come and have an exhibit at Winefest and then to apply for a sizable grant in December from the That's Winefest awesome. proceeds. That's awesome. And the books are at Amazon. Memory book at Jim, believe it or not, I'm supposed to see Final Mechanicals it goes to the printer next week and maybe be available on Amazon next week. Awesome. And then Terrorist Gold, which will be out sometime end of October, hopefully. And uh, Don, before we let you go, bring us an update on the radio program and everything else you're doing. Well, you know, Dan and I do the Recalculating Doc Biz radio show. That's uh, really coming along. We just launched a new one with uh, uh, <clears throat> Ann Dow. 
the the past president of the Specialty uh, Food Association, the Food and Wine Insider. Uh, that's uh, uh, debuts tomorrow, 7 a.m. And uh, well, that's about all. DonMazzello.com, you can get a hold of everything that I'm doing. And uh, hashtag 2SB Digest for uh, my Twitter account. Well, I'll tell you, this has definitely been a fun hour. Uh, Robert, thanks for being with us. And uh, gentlemen, I appreciate it. We'll talk to everybody next week. Uh, hopefully, I do will be back. Definitely, he 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 says he is uh, disinfecting himself from okay. uh, from uh, from uh, Islam. <laughs> so the- hopefully, he'll be back with us. Um, thank you, gentlemen, and Dan. Good luck on television this evening, sir. All right, thanks, guys. Thank you, guys. That is Dan Perkins, Don Mazzella, and Robert Backey. That is it. And uh, thanks for joining us here in our big broadcast. Attention, this is a public notice from... If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.